coming at you better, bigger, and better than ever is coming off the bench. That's right, episode 18, the season finale of this year's season. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am bigger. I, I have gained weight. <laughs> I've gained weight. I, I have been consistently 130 pounds for a while. I'm... Like that, I've tried to gain weight, and I just weighed myself yesterday at Clay and Natalie Hebner's house, and I weighed 140. 140? Yeah, I don't remember the last time I weighed myself, so <laughs> I would say 10 pounds over the course of six months, or I, I, but I have no idea. So it's all muscle? I mean, to me, yeah. I haven't gained any fat. <laughs> I don't think it's fat. I don't know. But I also haven't worked out, so. Okay. <laughs> could maybe not be fat. Yeah. This or that. Yep. Anyway. Whatever. Welcome back. And round 18. I don't know why I did that. Whole that was eight, stupid. Whole 18. Yeah, whole 18. Well, yeah. So, have you been watching much of the Olympics that uh, have been going on? Yeah, we watch it most nights, not every night, but yeah, we watch the primetime events though. So I haven't watched too much of like ping pong or beach volleyball or anything like that. But I've watched yeah. swimming a lot, a lot of swimming. Swimming's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. But yeah, I've been watching it. Yeah, it's. I think it's harder. Is it live in no. the evening? I haven't watched much in the evening, it's and when live. I do, it's not live. Mm-mm. I end up finding the, out the results during the day. Right. And then when it comes on, I'm like, well, I don't want to watch this because I already know what's going on. Right. So. Yeah. So I, most times I don't see what's happened. So like when Katie Ludecky lost and. Yeah, I didn't. Like when, when and uh, what was the other, I forget the, Jacoby, the yep. U.S. racer mm-hmm. or uh, swimmer. Swimmer. Yeah. She, she won it from Alaska and whatnot. And okay. that was cool. Cause we were watching that live. Like we weren't watching it live, yeah. but we didn't know what was going to happen. So that yeah. was pretty wild to watch. It was fun seeing, I think it was her class or her yeah. school that was going crazy. Um, the Olympics are, they're fun to watch. I, Spe- I speaking of going crazy though, did you see Titmus? Uh, Titmus is the Australian swimmer that beat Ledecky. No, I didn't you, see any of that. I need to show you this video. Okay. This, her coach went absolutely berserk when she won the gold medal over Ledecky. If yeah. you have not seen it, look up. Uh, his name is Boxall. Co- coach Dean Boxall. That's a pretty and, cool so name. B-O-X-A-L-L. Look him up <laughs> and look at his reaction. It is the greatest reaction. Was it like a like a fingertip finish kind of thing? No. Or did they, he knew that she was going to win? He knew. Okay. But like... Yeah, I mean, she beat, she didn't like crush her. Yeah. But she beat her, you know, by, you could see, you know, during the race that she beat mm-hmm. her. You know, it wasn't fingertip or like waiting for the scoreboard or the time. Um, didn't Ledecky not win a medal even in that? Well, she won a medal last night. She won, I think she won one in the 1500 right. breaststroke last night. Last night. Yeah. And then. I think she lost some freestyle one that I think you're talking about. Yeah, but. She, she lost two other races, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but she still, I think she still has a couple other races, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how many uh, medals 
swimmers can get. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I think, I mean, Michael Phelps is the most. In one Olympics, right? Uh, he won eight gold medals. In one. In one Olympics. Yeah. I think he has a total of like 23 medals in general. Okay. Or total. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, so going through those, <laughs> through the history of the Olympics, I have some uh, Olympic questions for you. Okay. If I can find where I put them. I'm going to be terrible at this. All right. Do you know what the rings mean on the Olympic logo? I have no idea. I didn't know this it either. It could be values of some sort. Uh, it, is, it represents the solidarity and unity of the continents of Africa, North America, South America, Asia, Oceania, and Europe. Wait, how many are there? I thought there was and only there are five. five. One, two, three, four, five, six. I don't know if Oceania counts. Like maybe they put Oceania and Europe together or something. I don't know. Good thing but that's, math isn't yeah, math. a sport. <laughs> All right. Um This I mean, they're more just they're not really questions. They're more, more trivia. Just, yeah. Okay. Um number two, the US has more than two thousand eight hundred medals. Wow. Total. In the Olympics, no other country has over a thousand. Whoa! In the history of the Olympics, we are smoking them. No yeah. wonder we're the best. Yeah, for real. Losers, wow. <laughs> a bunch of losers. Seriously, talk uh, about unity. Those rings, <laughs> get behind, get behind us. Um, the U.S. has hosted the Olympics four times. Can you name where they have been held? I can't, but I can guess. Go for it. Okay. LA. There's one place that has been held it twice. LA. LA okay. is that place. <laughs> I assume <laughs> since you said it right after I said it. I know. I couldn't leave you hanging there. Okay. LA. Um, so that's two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say New York. Nope. Dang it. Um, Atlanta? Yep. Okay. Atlanta. That was in 1996. And LA, it was 1932 and 1984. And this one was in 1904. Oh, gosh. So, Philly? I would be shocked if you got this. It's a baseball team. St. Louis. And, yep. Wow. What made you think of that? I actually was thinking of, <laughs> because you said you would never guess this, so I thought Midwest. I was like, what, oh. what, what cities in the Midwest? And I was like, oh, maybe St. Louis. I don't know. And then when you said baseball, I was like, Okay, Cardinals. Yeah, yeah that's pretty get, clever. Go for it. That was good. Huh, I right. would have never guessed that, though. You're right. Okay. Which NBA player has the best U.S. team record? It's 36-0. and 0. Kobe. Yep. Yep. That was easy. I actually saw that. You saw that Just stat. recently, yeah. Okay. He's undefeated. Yep, he's undefeated. Olympics and just international players. International, in yep. Yeah. Whatever the FBAA, your, and then the exhibition games do you know who the all-time leading scorer for u.s u.s men's basketball team is is he playing now no on the team Mm -mm. is this some rank and ink player Mm -mm. no is it michael no is it kobe no not lebron no (laughs) wade (laughs) no i have no idea carmelo are you kidding me (laughs) what carmelo anthony Yes. No way. Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not, on like those redeem teams and whatnot, like all, all those teams, Carmelo 
most is times score. led the score. Yeah, led the team in scoring, even mm-hmm. over Kobe and D Wade and LeBron, because those guys do. Those other were things. fun. That was fun to watch. Yeah, when Dwayne Wade was number nine, because they all do. Yeah, they all do other things on the court. Carmelo only scores. Like he doesn't That's really all do anything yeah, else. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, why be on the team if you're not going to go and score? So, um, and then last one. Can you name the five sports that have made every Olympics? Hmm. Okay. Track. Yep. Track and field. Okay. Track and field. Okay. Mm-hmm. Swimming. Yep. Hmm. It wouldn't be a volleyball. Mm-mm. I wouldn't think so. I'm trying to think of some older gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're on to it. That's three. I'll be kind of. Are we talking only Summer Olympics? Uh, yes. Okay. We are. You'd be surprised if I got the other two? Yeah, I think so. It wouldn't be basketball, would it? No. Yeah. I didn't think so. Kayaking. Rowing. No. That's pretty crazy, though. Kayaking, if you see the the slalom, and like... When they're going down the rapids? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they make those rapids to make it great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool stuff. Water polo? No. Cricket? That's a... That... No. Is that an Olympic sport? I don't know. I don't think, I'm, I don't think so. I'm just trying to think. But water about, polo? Yeah, water polo is awesome. I can't, I can't tread. I can't tread water. water that well. Um, cycling? Okay. And fencing. Oh. Yeah. Who would have thought fencing? I don't know. I haven't even watched that this year yet. I had an, I watched a little bit of the um, table tennis. Those guys are crazy. I heard the duels are good. The doubles? Really? I've never seen any of the doubles. Because apparently in doubles, you have to, if somebody hits the ball, like say if you and I are on the team, if I hit the ball, I have to back up and let you hit it next time. Uh, and then, and so you then don't I have a side. Up. No, you don't have a side. You can't hit it over and over and over again. You have to go every other person. So That's tough. Yeah. So you have to like, when you hit it, you have to get out of your teammate's way before the ball gets back. Or else you're getting in each other's way. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're like duck. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, but. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do you have any thoughts about the Simone Biles thing that has come out? So, yeah, I can give some backstory a little bit. The mm-hmm. so even before it started, so there was a lot of stuff that was going on before the Olympics really started. She, um, so she's like she's the best gymna- gymnast in the world, right? Like ever, com- like yeah. Anyway, um, and her routines are just going off the charts. Like the numbers are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, like to a point that she wants to keep going more dangerous so she can get more points. Well, the Olympics said, no, like we're holding you here because we don't want other players, other gymnasts to get hurt trying to do those to catch up. So they stopped her ability to get points hmm. i don't know if you heard that i sure was telling me a little bit about it but then we tried to research it and we couldn't find anything about it so i yeah. did hear about so that they, but they stopped they stopped that like i thought that was bogus i, I yeah. read an article and somebody put underneath he's like oh yeah everybody gets participation trophies yeah I that's mean, basically that, what it feels like that's nonsense um another one said it's almost like giving um, Steph Curry, a three-pointer, is now only a two. 
Like, right. like touchdowns are now only worth four for Tom Brady because he's the best because mm-hmm. he does it so much. Things like that. Um, so I thought that was pretty ridiculous. And then um, what now is recent that she pulled out of the all-around for her team, her gymnastics team, um, for... And now individual. Yeah, and she individual. She out of indiv- the rest of the individual. For, well. she, for mental health. Right. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I do. I, I think... Th- so, th- let's, first of all, start treading a little bit lightly. Yeah. Um, I understand that mental health is like a little bit of a... Like, I get that it, it's something that's coming and maybe making more and more light. Mm-hmm. That's great. All for it. Uh, but I also don't want to condone people giving up on like, like Simone Biles has worked her entire life. This has been her dream, her Mm -hmm. entire life to work towards being a gold medalist and like an Olympian Mm -hmm. in general, let alone a gold medalist and being the best in the world. And just because like, like I've had mental, mental illness and have to deal with that and stuff like that. So like, I get it, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying I understand where she's at or I've been through exactly what she's been through. I'm not claiming yeah. to do that. I've never had to perform in front of the literally the entire yeah. world. So don't get me wrong, but like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say I'm not trying to just throw mental illness under the bus. Right. But in the same respect, I think it gets dangerous when we start saying, oh, because of a mental illness, we can give up on things that we've worked our entire life for. Because we give mental illness, like what I learned with my thing, like when I went through that, was that it was to not allow mental illness to define me mm-hmm. or to make me give up on the things that I wanted and or felt called to in life. Mm-hmm. So like in pushing through that and becoming who I'm supposed to be regardless of how that feels. And it's not, yeah. and it's not just shoving it under the carpet and, and living with this big lie like, oh, everything's good on the outside, but on the inside I'm broken. No, you deal with the root of that stuff like Simone if I, if I was talking to her, I would encourage her to deal with the root of where that's coming from or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same respect, don't give up on who you're yeah. supposed to be. Like, mm-hmm. you're young, but, like, you're only going to be this young for so long, too. Like It doesn't come for another four years. Right. And, like, Phelps, and you'll be 28 years old. Right. You're going to be 28 years old. And then are you going to make it when you're 32 again? Like, at that point in time, your body's starting to break down. Most, and most of those gymnasts are, like, 16. Yeah. yeah. And that, I think that's one of the hardest sports to even – like if you keep doing that, it it is putting pressure on your joints all right. the time. You're landing hard. You're yeah. You only have a few to- a few times to do it. Yeah, and she has so. hours and hours of gymnastics on her body mm-hmm. that we don't even see. Um, yeah, and so she's running out of time. And to look back, I, I don't know. Yes, if, if you think with the end of mind, when she's 80 years old and she's looking back, let's say she never performs again. Mm-hmm because of mental illness like when she's 80 years old and she looks back at the scheme of her you know the whole the whole thing of her life it's going to be pretty i don't know for me i'm not going to speak for her Mm -hmm. for me i'd be pretty discouraged if i was 80 years old and realized that i gave up my dreams my physical dreams that i only have a certain window for Mm -hmm. because of something that i could have potentially pressed through you know so, but there is there is another uh i don't i don't want to like belong this Mm -hmm. But there was another sort of point to all this from what I was hearing is, um, and this is what other gymnasts are saying, like even people who have played or uh, done gymnastics before, it's a really dangerous sport, much more oh, dangerous sure. than what you see. So like mm-hmm. what they're saying is like literally if she doesn't, um, 
if she's not mentally fully there, she could fall and potentially really hurt herself. Yeah. If she really whatever. So I'm again, I just bring that up. That's not convincing me otherwise from what I all I just said. Yeah. But I do at least understand at least uh, at least a little bit of the other side of mm-hmm. this. I am not for this whole oh like Simone Biles, you're brave, good job like like because ultimately it's good job giving up on your team. Like, no, you're not getting that from me. Like, sorry, like I don't mean to be the bad guy, but like, mm-hmm. and be hard on you and be whatever. But like, you're literally the best in the world, and you worked to get there. Yep. So be the best in the world. And yeah. This is how you be the best in the world. So. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't want to like you said keep going with it but i would agree um i i know it's out there mental illness mm-hmm. and stuff like that um uh but i don't know how bad it is i don't have the weight of the world on me mm-hmm. but at the same time i feel like like you said it just you're working your whole life to do this and you put yourself like you knew it was coming mm-hmm. you know you're out there saying that you're the goat you're the best like everybody's gonna say, okay, you are the best. Show it. Yep. You know, um, but and you liked you mentioned what you liked about what Jose said. Do you want oh to share yeah, that? he Jose um, mentioned on Facebook that so what would happen if Tom Brady comes in the Super Bowl or whatever whatever game he's halfway through the game and says, hey, I'm. I'm, I can't finish the game. Right. Mentally, Men- I'm checked out. Mentally, I'm checked out. Would he be getting ripped right now? Or would it be a good job, like, for stand- so, yeah. standing up, you we know? We support you. We support, we support you. you for whatever. But, like, literally, you left your whole team down. Yeah. You've worked your, not only you, but, like, your entire team. Like, that's the other thing is, like, dude, I don't know if you watched the rest of that team gymnastics thing but like they end up losing yeah they finished second they yeah, got they finished silver but and with close. her they could have i mean they could have gotten gold yeah they were close because russia dude honestly i was kind of frustrated that usa got uh second, second because russia like they fell like when they were doing the balance beam they fell two times outright hmm. like russia and two of their girls fell off the balance beam and it was terrible and yet they and uh USA, I don't know what it's called, but the big mat where they do like a bunch of flips and like the big, you know, backflip. Yeah, whatever. I'm not quite sure. I don't know what it's called, but USA had one of their girls, the one that filled in for Simone Biles, mm-hmm. fell on one of hers. Mm-hmm. But that was the only t- three falls. Russia had two. USA America had one. had one. And it's like, if Simone would have been in there, she probably wouldn't have fell. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be debatable because mentally she wasn't there and you can debate that. Fair enough. You can debate that. We'll never know. We'll mm-hmm. never know the answer to that. But... Still, the fact that, like, dude, you're... So, so going back to the team, not only did Simone, but the rest of those girls that are on that team worked literally yeah. their entire life mm-hmm. to get to that moment. To relying on you, Relying each on each other mm-hmm. to, to get to that moment, and now you bail. You're best at this. You're best at this. We're, we're riding you. You're best at this. Like, right. we're all in this together as a team. And a piece of the chain broke. Right. So. It's a big deal. It's not yeah. a yeah. congratulations, you're brave, in my opinion. We just had the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. We, have, we finally have a champion. No pun intended. Is that a pun? 
I don't know. What was the pun? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch the pun. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the Milwaukee Bucks are the 2021 NBA champion. Milwaukee Buccaneers. What are your, jeez, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean, it, I I did not think they were going to win it. I still like. Uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't start out with this, but I still don't feel like they're like a championship championship team. Like playing through the playoffs, I don't feel like looking back at the playoffs, they were a, f- a better team than others. It didn't feel like the, it didn't feel like the NBA playoffs this year. Yeah, maybe because you didn't have the star players and you just had the teams, but it didn't feel like the the NBA playoffs. Right. Yeah. So I mean, th- that's kind of what it felt like. I thought that. The Nets are still looking back. I said the Nets are a better team than them. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think think the Suns are a better team than them overall. Um, that's just my opinion. Obviously, they beat them in a seven game series. So, like, yeah. if you want to debate me on that, like that, <laughs> you win. Like, fair enough. But like, I think the Suns are a better overall team than the Bucks. Bucks. The Bucks looked like crap the first two games, and then suddenly they can't miss. Yeah, and, like that's literally that's their season too. It was the same thing with the, in their series against the Nets. It's like they sucked the first two games, and then suddenly they can't miss. And it's like now Giannis is better than Kevin Durant, you know, somehow in the final three games or whatever it was. Do um, you think it has anything to do with those teams being lenient after going up 2-0? No. Or do you just think the Bucks were that much of a better team? I think they were that much of a better team. I didn't watch. Um, all of the games in the series against the Sun, the, the Suns and Bucks series, mm-hmm. but the last game, uh, or not the last game, sorry, the game five when yeah. the Bucks went up three two, they like literally did not miss that game. Like it's hmm. it, they shot like sixty five percent or something like that from the yeah. field. And if you watch like the film, the Suns were playing good defense. Like they had they they were closing in on shooters and whatnot mm-hmm. they were just getting once the bucks got the shot up it's like okay it's going in like it was just one of those nights where like they literally didn't couldn't didn't miss. miss and it's like so so it wasn't that they let up or they weren't playing as intense they they were for sure if you actually watch the games now yeah. some people who aren't watching the games just watching the scoreboards and stuff then of course you can say that but the intensity is only measured by watching them play not by looking at the scoreboard you right. know and so I saw him still playing hard and, and whatnot. Yeah, I think the last game of the season, I mean, yeah, Giannis had 50 points. Right. No one else could make a shot. Nope. And they then terrible. They, they looked, and then finally Giannis made his free throws. So I don't know if he ended 17 for 18 or something like that. But, like, mm-hmm. he couldn't make, I think he started the the series, I think they said under 40%. Or maybe mid forties. By the end of that night, he was up to sixty-five or sixty-nine percent. Wow! Just from that one night. Obviously, if you shoot eighteen free throws and you can make seventeen of them, right? That'll go up. Yep. But um. Uh, but I it, yeah, it just didn't feel like the playoffs. Yeah. To me, I don't I don't know why. Um, maybe because both those teams aren't that huge of a market that right. you really like watch. Um. But I, I really missed the stars, I think. I mean, Giannis, for sure, he's – it's hard. Like, he's so much fun to watch, but him not having a jump shot really hurts me wanting to watch him even more. Hmm. If he had a jump shot, best player in the world. Sure. Like, he doesn't. And mm-hmm. it's it's just, like, back you down. Like, he just bullies everybody. Right. But maybe I'm just so used to not – 
watching bully ball because I was back in the day and now it's just all your jump shots and trickery and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm glad he got his, he got a ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he deserved it for sure. Yeah. Finally, all the, the, what are they? I can't say Super his last teams. name. Who? On, Ad- oh, Adetokounmpo? Yeah, that guy. Mm. His, all the brothers now yeah, have a ring. Right, right. I saw a stat that said, um, because his brother Th- Thaddeus, Thaddeus, whatever, yeah, was on the true. team, they said it's the most combined brother scoring finale season or game six, 50 points between them both. And Giannis oh, no. had all 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he didn't even play. He didn't, he even, play. didn't even play. I don't he even had, think he played any, any he minutes. He had COVID. No, he had oh. COVID. He wasn't even there. That's why he FaceTimed him. Yeah, he wasn't okay. even there. I didn't yeah. realize why. Okay. Yep. But that makes yeah, sense. I think, yeah, I mean, I kind of was talking a little bit bad about them. I do think that the Bucks deserved it. Again, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they were the best team overall in the playoffs, but I think that they did deserve it. Um, I mean, they made the right plays at the right time. Yeah. Like, no matter no matter how you slice it, like Giannis making the 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 block, that game-changing block um, mm-hmm. against DeAndre Ayton, and then that Drew Holiday steal that led to the yep. uh, Giannis dunk. And then, I mean, 50 points in the last game, that was... That's where you cap off the... Uh... Yeah, and I mean, making making the free throws, you know, and... and mm-hmm. You know, so they deserved it. Like, and and I'm happy that they won. Like, I'm I'm happy for Giannis. I, actually, I'm really happy that Giannis and the Bucks won because it's for once it's not a super team. You know, yeah. and so it shows that hey, there is actually room in the NBA for these teams that aren't super teams to still win. And that I I thought it was pretty cool that he called it out too. Yep. Like it wasn't, and it wasn't um, on the down low either. Mm-mm. He straight up said like, I'm not going to these places. It'd be easy. He said it would it'd be, be easy, easy for yep. me to go and just play my role and win a championship. It'd mm-hmm. be easy, but I didn't. I wanted to win it here, and he did it. And I thought that was pretty. I I was rooting for him there. I did also like the storyline of Chris Paul winning. I wanted him to win. Um, but yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I, the storyline for both teams were really cool, um, which I liked that about it. But you're right. The star power not being there was a little bit different this year. Yeah. Um. But. So like going into next year, they have the the Bucks after they won, they're still not the favorite to win again mm-hmm. this year. Uh it's back to the Nets. Nets, yeah. And Nets are they even the second favorite? No. The uh Lakers, right? I think the Lakers are. Yeah. And the, the Buck this says the Bucks has the, the Bucks have the fourth best even behind the Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah. Well, I thought it was Clippers. I thought it was Nets. Lakers Clippers, but wow, the Warriors. Okay. Yeah. It, it has, well, as the Lakers and, and the Nets uh, as the favorites, then the Warriors, then the Bucks, then the Suns, Clippers, Jazz, 76 years, all, all down. So, I mean, I think this was their year to win because teams are just going to get better. Yep. I don't think, uh, I mean, this year was perfect for Drew Holiday to come in and and pick right up but i think with what is going to happen coming up like potential i mean everybody's going to go i heard the lakers might be going trying to go get chris paul potentially demar Derosa, uh, uh somebody russell westbrook, westbrook, was, yeah. westbrook and somebody else try to get them all on a team and or trade for damian lillard right 
Like I hope Dame goes to the I hope Warriors. He goes to Miami. Are you serious? The Warriors. That'd Dude. be fun to watch, man. S- Steph Curry, it would, it would Clay be Thompson. And yeah, but Ricky. who who handles the ball? Like doesn't matter, dude. Just pass the ball, and shoot <laughs> it. Either just one. keep on jacking him up, dude. Just dude jack Clay up. Thompson needs to stay healthy, though. Yeah, he does. But I mean, it was too. Cra- I mean, the, the first time he he got injured was like a crazy injury. Like sort of, you can't really stop that. The second one we didn't see, right. so it was just a training injury. So hopefully it's not. I, there's no reason for me to believe it's going to be a recurring thing in his career. Plus mm-hmm. he's a jump shooter. It's not like he's like. Dwayne Wade driving, driving hit all the deck time. all the time. Yeah, so I, I don't see him getting injured over and over again in his career, but you never really know. Could you imagine those three on a team? Dude, just jack them up, dude. I'd watch them. Like, Dame Curry and... Yep, get 60 of them up there a game. <laughs> and you're, you're bound to hit at least, what, 30 or 40%? Oh, like, yeah, those guys? Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Right. So they're, it's the, like, they're probably the most... Um, they're the most probably accurate three-point shooters in the league yeah so let's think? just say scenario if they jacked up 63 pointers a game and hit 40 percent of them that's 24 three-pointers a game times three that's 72 points just those guys alone shooting threes yep shooting threes mm. and that's not counting anything else you know so i don't know that's a it's a lot of points that is a lot of points <laughs> like divided by three that's each one of them Averaging twenty four, like I don't know, that would be that would be a fun team to watch. Yeah, it would be. I mean, and they, still they have, have to Draymond. give up a lot though. I, what uh, Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, Wiseman, and a bunch of first round picks. But where do where do picks go now? Like the I'd, NBA I'd trade picks, like it's backyard. Yeah, I don't know. Like you're trading cards. Yep. Like the first Pokemon. round pick, picks. Exactly. Picks <laughs> mean nothing. Um, but that would be that would be a fun team. I saw. So, keeping on the NBA. Mm-hmm. So with the um, with by the end. So at the end of this season, the two the 2020-2021, they have the Hall of Fame probability that came out based according to Football Ref or Football. Pff, basketball reference okay so number one so lebron james wait this is active players that are gonna make active okay yes yep 100 percent. lebron james kevin durant Mm -hmm. and says chris paul do you think he's 100 percent? do you think he's a hall of famer i think he is yeah he's a hall of famer but i wouldn't put him above kevin durant well he's not he well they did actually yeah so they have or no. They have LeBron James, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant. Oh, I'm sorry. Both at 100%. But I wasn't thinking of Kevin Durant. I was thinking of Steph Curry. I would not put him above Steph Curry. Next, you have James Harden. No. Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook at 99.9%. No. Those three will make the... Well, Russ will probably make Just because, because of his doubles. stats. Yeah, the stats. Um, I think anything else, no, he wouldn't. But even Giannis is there. Like, Giannis is already close. So... Number seven, they have Dwight Howard, 99.7% that he's making the Hall of Fame. It's probably true. Uh, they have Anthony Davis at 98.5%. All these guys are above Giannis. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony. Wait, wait, hold on. So Anthony Davis is above a Giannis? Because at the percentage of them making the Hall of Fame. But Anthony Davis has a championship ring. He mm-hmm. went to 
play with LeBron to get it. Mm-hmm. Has no MVPs. He does he have a defensive player of the year? Nothing. I don't think so. What are his accolades? He's not even a Finals MVP, is he? That was nope. LeBron. That was LeBron. <laughs> How is he above Giannis? Giannis has two MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year. Giannis is the only player with Michael Jordan to have a Defensive Player of the Year, uh, MVP. an MVP, uh, Finals MVP. I mean, there's some other couple of stats, but those two are the only ones in that category that have all those. And he just dropped 50 points <laughs> in an NBA Finals closeout mm-hmm. game. Giannis is going to the Hall of Fame right now. He's 26 years old. He's 26. Like, he still has... And this is what's scary about Giannis. He's not even in his prime yet. Hmm. Like, the the tippy top of his prime. He's not even there yet. Like, he's Have got, you seen the pictures for when he came out? Yeah. And to what he is now? Crazy. He put on, like, 40, 30, 40 pounds of all muscle. Dude, it I is was, no... There's no fat on that guy. I was playing NBA... I play if I ever do my player. Mm-hmm. You know, if you remember my players for those you guys who plays 2K. I play 2K15 because I don't buy. I haven't bought the PS4 or PS5 <laughs> or whatever. I still play my play, PlayStation 3. Nice. I have 2K15, which is like Giannis was on the Bucks, but he was like riding the bench, Giannis. And one time I was playing my player, and I'm playing against the starting lineup where Giannis is a starting small forward, and he looks like a twig. I'm like. <laughs> Who's this guy? And yeah. sure enough, it's Giannis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, this guy, even the games, if you go and play the games, man, like that guy, yeah, he developed. For oh, sure. for sure. Um, so, yeah, Anthony Davis at 98.5%. You have Carmelo Anthony at 98.4%. Then it goes to number 10, Damian Lillard, 906 All of this is all before Giannis? This is all crazy. Kyle Lowry. 85.7. This is stupid. Who did this? <laughs> basketball reference, according to baf- basketball reference. Uh, Paul George, 84.1. 13. Kyrie Irving, 83.7. What was the date this was? Uh, Just now, after the finals? This was on the finals. This was after the finals. Oh this is God. after the 2020-2021 season. Number 14 is... Kawhi Leonard at 77.7. He's ahead of some of those other guys. 15 is Kevin Love at 73.5. This is stupid. 16 is Giannis Antetokounmpo at 67.9%. That's too, so stupid. Then you got Rajon Rondo at 60.1. Blake Griffin at 54.8. Clay Thompson at 51.3. And Jimmy Butler at 46.3. Giannis is <laughs> already, already a Hall of Famer in my book. He's he's pretty good. Just put it that way. I mean, he has the accolades to show for it too. It's not like oh, his skill sure. set when you watch him play. It's like okay, like I watched him play that last game when he dropped fifty. I'm like, if this guy plays like this and stops shooting jump shots, he's unstoppable. Yeah, like he is the most dominant player since Shaq that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More so than LeBron. Like LeBron, when he wanted to take over a game, he could take over a game, but he was semi limited. This guy, literally, he. He was like a man among boys. Like the way he takes it to the rim, like he's how so long. He yeah, the but, length is crazy. But he has every it's it's length, and it's not like like Shaq would like just go full force like right through people. He does that, but he also has like the up and unders and stuff. If he hits contact, he has the finesse, he, yeah. yeah, the finesse, and it's like, how do you stop that? And like let's and he was hitting jump shots too, by the way, like not three pointers, but like mid range jumpers. He was hitting them consistently in that game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all just 
you know, banging around down there. And but if he starts hitting, gets a solid mid range game, even if he doesn't get a three point game, he's game dangerous. Over. He is way dangerous. Yeah. And how do you not want to play with him? Like he's a guy that look. I think he he would be such a fun player to to just play with. Right. You're just crazy. He's too, yeah. He's 26. Mm-hmm. I'm 26. Yeah. Man, that makes me feel terrible. I'm 27. I'm older than Giannis. <laughs> like that's crazy to think about. <laughs> I know all these guys running up and down the court, and you're like, that could be me. Yeah, they're kids. Like you know, that's so that's so weird to think about because growing up, you look at these players, you're like, wow, like. I want to be like these guys someday. Like I'm, they're so much older, blah, blah, blah. Now you're younger. Now you're older than some of these players coming yeah. out. It's like Nick Bosa. Yeah. Nick Bosa that just got drafted last year. He's, he was a, um, he would have been like an eighth grader when I was a senior in high school <laughs> or younger. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, like he would have been a little kid to mm-hmm. me at one point. And now he's like, anyway, like it's, it now makes know, us crazy. Feel old. Yeah. It's wild. So Madden 2022, right, mm-hmm. is releasing their Madden ratings every day. Like they're just kind of doing a yep. position group. So because they have nothing else to talk about when it comes to football, correct? Even though it, even though even camps- fantasy isn't really started quite yet. Yep. So we have the NFL. We we have the running backs interior defensive linemen the edge rushers and there was one other group tight ends no wide receivers i don't think we got tight ends yet they they came out with tight ends did they Mm -hmm. okay i don't see that on my page there's a 99 there's 199 tight end kittle or kelsey kelsey yep wow can you bring that up then because i don't have that i will um i have running backs um so, did you see these yet? I did. I saw the running backs. Okay. Well, let I me didn't d- look. In, I didn't look into into depth into those though. Let me quick go over these. I'll just hit the top ten here. Um, we have number one, Christian McCaffrey out of ninety-seven. Number two is Derrick Henry at ninety-six. Number pause. That's that's terrible. Yep. <laughs> Derrick Henry needs to be number one. He does. He needs to be ninety-nine. He needs to, well... Or 98. 98 minimum. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a 99 stiff arm. Still not good <laughs> enough. No. Um, agreed. This is this is even worse. I think even worse than McCaffrey being better than Derrick Henry is tied at number two at a 96 overall is Nick Chubb. So they say that Nick Chubb, hmm. who ran for just over 1,000 yards last year mm-hmm. because he was injured for partial of the year, he... It's the same rating as Derrick Henry, who ran for over 2,000 yards. And Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, not Derrick Henry, is the top-rated tackle breaker at a 98 rating. So he has a better break what tackle do, rating. I think Madden just wants people to get frustrated. Yeah. I think that's their goal. And then you have the players that go crazy hard. Stupid. Yep. So number four, finishing this out, we have Dalvin Cook for the Vikings at a 95. Then Alvin Kamara at five with a 94. Aaron Jones at 91. Saquon Barkley is at a 90. Josh Jacobs at 89. Zeke Elliott at 88. And Joe Mixon at 88. It's interesting that Joe Mixon and Zeke are the same rating. 
I think Joe Mixon should be lower than him. I actually think Zeke should be higher than 88, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, I found the tight ends. Yep. All right. 99, you have Travis Kelsey. 96 is George Kittle. Whoa. That's a little low. That's a, Yeah. Number three is Darren Waller at 93. Okay. Number four is Mark Andrews at 88. Okay. Hunter Henry, number five at 87. Austin Hooper at 86 is number six. Rob Gronkowski, 86, number seven. Uh, number eight is Mike Galisic, uh, 85. Gusecki. What did that guy? Yeah, no, you're good. Um, number nine is TJ Hawkinson. Hawkerson? Okay. He, is he still in the Lions? He was on the Lions, but I'm not sure who I he plays I think he is. Now. Okay. Um, and then number 10 is Dallas Goddard at 84. The Eagles. Where's Hurts? Dude, he ain't even not not shown. So Goddard, so is Earth, if if Hurts is still in the, the Eagles roster this year, which they said he is okay. going to be, did I he report like the training camp? He did. Okay. Because now they signed a new rule, so that's why Aaron Rodgers is now there. Right. That every day you don't show up is like fifty k that you lose. Yep. And now you they don't give it back. Right. Usually before. Uh, the agents or the team would like, hey, can you like forgive this? Yeah, blah, kind blah. of recoup it. Like, recoup. okay, let's come to an agreement. Yeah, give it back. You know what we were trying to do. We're trying, you know. Anyway, now, no. Once you miss a day, gone. That money's yep. gone forever. You can't. Right. So, anyway, he showed up. They said he's going to play. Well, my question is, if he plays, yep. let's, let's assume he plays, mm-hmm. who's the starting tight end on that team? Dallas Goddard. You think so? Yeah. That surprises me a lot. Catching, catching wise, well, I think future wise, I think Dallas Goddard could be the number. For sure. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree with that at all. I think <sighs> Goddard's great. I'm not taking anything away from him, but if like the way they played last year, Goddard's number 1. Aren't we like 2 years removed of Ertz being like literally up in, there with Kittle the, and yes. Kelsey being the best tight end in the league? But last year, man, he dropped hard. Sure. So, I mean, I think you can find it he, I think he can find it again. Man. It's just, it's been a while since I saw it, though. Hurts? He gives Hurts a lot of weapons. Hurts? Man, that's hard Dude, to say. Man, Hurts, whenever. Goddard's and Devonta Smith. I'm following the weapons. Eagles page on Instagram. Who? Mm-hmm. Just go look at it. He looks freaking sweet. Who? Jalen Hurts. Oh, like really? it says QB1. I'm like, oh, dang. <laughs> Watch out for the season, boys. Anyway. Watch out. <laughs> Five and twelve. Here we come. Hey man, division winners. <laughs> You're calling the division. Calling winner? it. Over the Cowboys. Heck yeah. Dude, the Cowboys have a good team. Yeah, yeah heard, but don't forget that they're the Cowboys. I heard Greeny say that the the Cowboys are the only unanimous undefeated team in the summer. Because <laughs> everybody's <laughs> so high on them all the time in the and summer, they, and they then they ne- always bail. They never yep. are up to what people think they no. should be. You're right. Yep. All right, so who else, what other fan uh so we have interior defensive linemen. So nose tackles, defensive tackles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh number one, can you take a guess? That's easy. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. He's got a ninety nine overall. Get this, he's got a ninety nine strength, ninety nine power moves, and ninety seven block shedding. Hmm. That guy's gonna be unblockable. Um if you guys don't play the video games, you guys really don't 
this means nothing, but <laughs> that means a lot when you're playing. It's going to tick off a lot of friends if you play with the Rams. Um, Truth. Fletcher Cox is number two at a 94 right. overall. Then Chris Jones for the Chiefs. He's a 92. DeForest Buckner, Colts, okay. 92 overall. And Cam Hayward is tied for third as well. He plays for the Steelers, and he's out of 92. No, not anymore. He's a, he's a Raider now. Really? Yep. When did that change? Just this season. This season? Yep. He's a Raider. Huh. They have him as a Steeler here. Okay. Good deal. Wow, that's surprising. Hayward's been on the Steelers for a while. That's good for me. Um, <laughs> Michael Pierce. I don't even know who that guy is, but he plays for the Vikings. He's a 91 overall. Uh, Calais Campbell, he never, literally never gets old, apparently. Uh, he plays for the Ravens, 90 overall. Kenny Clark for the Packers, 89 overall. Stefan Tuitt. Stefan Tuitt? Stefan. Stefan. He plays for the Steelers, 89. I assume he's still mm-hmm. there. Vita Vea. Mm-hmm. I think he's a Buck. Buccaneers, yep. He, uh, 88 overall. Akeem Hicks for the Bears has an 88, and Jonathan Allen for the Redskins at an 88. Wow. Those are the defensive, the interior defensive linemen. Um, Do you know what's interesting? So I just pulled up the the edge rushers. Mm-hmm. In the top 10, there is no Chase Young. Hmm. Well, who would you take out? So let's let's quick okay, say the yeah. top ten. Okay, number one is Miles Garrett at an eighty-eight or ninety-eight. <laughs> Man, uh, Cleo Mack is number two at a ninety-six. T.J. Watt, ninety-four. He's number three. Number four is Chandler Jones at a ninety-four. Number five is J.J. Watt at number ninety-four. Do you think they tied J.J. Watt and T.J. Watt on purpose? Like, what if nah, they had a one-up? I didn't even notice. <laughs> They're oh, both they, 94. They would, somebody would go on Instagram, Facebook, yep. whatever, and make fun of each other. I agree. Uh, Cameron Jordan is number six at a 93 overall. Vaughn Miller, number seven at a 93. Joey Bosa is a 92. Nick Bosa, 90. And Darius Smith at an 89 overall. And that's all I got. I got the top 10. And Daniel Hunter is also 89. Is what I see for the Vikings. So they put him over Chase Young. Correct. What's the matter with people? <laughs> Chase Young should be in the t- at least ninety. He should be at least at ninety at for least. sure. Did they not watch this ki- this guy? Like I can say kid because I am older than him for sure. By a yes. long shot too. Yeah. Like he's nobody like watched twenty this years old guy 21. play. That guy's a beast. And I would he's at scary. least put him with the Bosa's at this point. I think the Bosa's are rated a little bit low. I think the Bosa's should be up in like the 93, 94 range. But I would put, yeah, I'd put them up. Mm-hmm. I think Cam Jordan's a little high. Von Miller should be a little higher to me, to me as well. I think it's mainly mainly because he was injured last year. Von Miller? Yeah. I mean, if Aaron, say Aaron Donald, if he gets injured this year, say on week one, does he, is he 99 next year? He can't. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. That's, that's, Right now, he's hitting five straight years of the 99. It's like McCaffrey. McCaffrey oh, was a 99 true. club, and then he came and played the first, what, five weeks? Or three weeks. He had mm-hmm. five touchdowns in three weeks. And he got hurt. And then he got hurt. And now he's, and now he's 97. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so last position group. 
is Devontae Adams. The receivers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. A, <laughs> yeah. It's the position of Devontae Adams, which is wide receiver. Yep. That's where I was going. <laughs> uh, so number one is Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the Packers, he's a 99. What are your thoughts, thoughts on that? Uh, is it Aaron Rodgers his quarterback? Because if so, then yes. Aaron Rodgers is back. He is back. Yep. He is back <laughs> and ready to go. Do you think he won? Uh, depends on I guess what he can. What this can he's there, he's something he's signing something coming up um, that could potentially have him uh, opt out of next year. Yep. They're, well, they're they're shortening his contract. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, but did he win? No, because I think if he won, he would be gone. Hmm. Well, I think ultimately he would have it, for him to win. Not necessarily be gone. Yes, I think that's probably the most likely. But even like a trade or something. Like I thought that they were gonna like pull a trade and get him some weapons. Like I heard they did. They the, got him somebody. Then. Did they get Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb. Okay. They brought him back. I heard rumors. I was like, are you kidding answer. me? That's what you do to this guy. Like Randall Cobb is an old. Like I understand that they're friends, but that's what you do to keep your amazing quarterback happy. So Aaron <laughs> Rodgers runs 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 to his bedroom in a temper tantrum, jumps in his closet, and the GM, who's a dad in this scenario, takes his stuffed animal, Rondo Cobb, and stuffs it underneath the door and says, come out, Aaron. And that gets him to come out. <laughs> Randall Cobb gets him to come out. Like, oh, my gosh. I also think that uh, keeping $50,000 in your pocket also helps yep. to go to training camp. Although if you're Aaron Rodgers, just $50,000. Because – I don't think the money does matter because they offered him a, the highest paid. They, they, that, they, I heard that. Yeah, they offered him the highest paid quarterback contract. Well, court, contract. Contract. They said they would make him the highest paid athlete in America. Correct. Under Lionel Messi. Well, okay. He's well, not He's not in America. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. So, clearly, I, that tells me that the money really, really doesn't doesn't mean anything. Um, so, we have... Number two, is, mm-hmm. after De- uh, Devontae Adams, is DeAndre Hopkins at a 98. That bugs me a little. I think he should be 99. I mean, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, he's, he's great. He's He doesn't drop anything. Mm-hmm. Um, number, tied for number two as well is Tyreek Hill. I think that's a little steep. I think he should be down in that 97. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Is number four with a 97. Julio Jones jumps down to a 95. Michael Thomas at a 94. Keenan Allen at a 93. Mm-hmm. Why does it always surprise me when I read Keenan Allen's name? At like number seven, literally, you jump from the best to the best, and then suddenly Keenan Allen's there. I'm like, dude, Keenan because, Allen, he's kind of like, he, he is because, the dividing Because he line. plays for the Chargers, and no one watches the Chargers. Right. Like but if, all of a sudden they're gonna—they're probably gonna be really good this year. Right. They're and gonna he, know who he is. Mm-hmm. But now, like, no one watches the Chargers. No one's gonna really follow them. I don't know. He, I think he, that's. It just feels like he's been the dividing line between the best of the best receivers and then the bottom <laughs> half of the receivers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So because now we go to Amari uh, Amari Cooper, ninety-two overall. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans, ninety-one. Who I think, I mean, had it not been for a stacked team, like that guy's good. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans could be higher than that. Yeah. And Allen Robinson. I don't remember hearing his name at all last year, but apparently he had. He's still oh, a wow. bear, isn't he? 
Yeah, it's a, yeah. He has an idea overall. Robinson had a massive 2020 despite playing with Chicago's mess of a quarterback situation, <laughs> posting 102 catches, 1,250 yards, and six touchdowns. Had no idea that that happened. Nope, me neither. Hmm. The thing that gets me, so if you go to spectacular catch, mm-hmm. there is somebody tied at number one with DeAndre Hopkins, who used to be this good. Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. He has a 99 spectacular catch. You don't think he should? No, he didn't play all last season. He, did play he played half of last season. Okay. He <laughs> played half of last season. Him. Yeah. The mm-hmm. team feels like he's way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have that, I think you should be at least in the top 10. What spectacular catch? Like, he's a spectacular catch is 99 overall. Mm-hmm. If you have a 99, I mean, I think you should be at least... I don't know what are they. Uh, at least, I mean, number ten on the list is Allen Robertson, Robinson, and yep. he's a ninety overall. Odell think, Beckham's not even in the nineties. Yeah, I think it does kind of play to Odell Beckham though, because Odell still does make like crazy catches. Yeah, but the thing is that he doesn't. He's not consistent at all mm-hmm. anymore. At least in the Browns' offense, like he was great with New York, but yeah, with the Browns, he's just not like literally. He drops easy. I've seen him drop easy slants right right across the middle that he would take to the house in new york mm-hmm. you know and like even his routes that he's running is not as, as crisp and easy as as they were in new york right. so i don't know what what changed there but maybe because like when he was in new york he was the man all the time mm-hmm. gave him the ball he had what, plus 10 10 plus catches mm-hmm. now he's maybe lucky to get six in that offense but i'm curious why like why wouldn't you not to be like whatever, but like there was times with like with Cincinnati, with AJ Green, like even if AJ wasn't like putting up the numbers or whatever or getting open, you have to force the ball to him oh, because like sure. in your game plan, the defense needs to be ready for AJ Green. Like right. when you play against the Browns, are you really preparing for Odell Beckham anymore? I don't know, and it's not even the fact that his talent has gone down. We don't know that necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that they don't only throw the ball to him five or six times a game as opposed to when he was on New York and they're throwing it to him 12 to 15. And it's like, like in, in the important situations or when it comes down to it, Baker Mayfield's throwing it to Jarvis Landry. Yeah. And they threw it to the other guy. Who's the Higgins. Yeah. Higgins. Yeah. Higgins or whatever. I'm like, why, why are we throwing it to this guy? Who is this guy? (laughs) You have Odell Beckham on your team and you're throwing it to this guy when the game is on the line, Richard Higgins or whatever his name is. Like I was confused by that. Yeah. They do have two great running backs, though. That's that's for sure. That mm-hmm. that's the heart and soul of that team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Back, so, yep. And training camp started this week. Yep. Everybody reported. Here we go. Woot woot. I think the first preseason game. I mean, Hall of Fame game. I don't know they're having a Hall of Fame. I was going to say, what's changing this year with the? They only doing three weeks of preseason. The first now. game is in on the fifteenth of August. Ooh. So usually, it, it's like August eighth or whatever is the first preseason game. Now it's the 15th, and then then the balls get rolling. Oh, I can't wait.
All right, so we're going to continue our segment that we started last episode with the over-under wins of this season. Um, so we're going to start with the, the – we're doing the South Division this time. So mm-hmm. the AFC South, which are the Jaguars, the Colts, the Texans, and the Titans. So all these teams uh, play the NFC West – the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Rams, and the Cardinals. And they play the AFC North, the Bills, Pats, Jets, and Dolphins. Okay. AFC East. The AFC North. AFC North is the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers. East, sorry. Yep. I'm not Wait. Good. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. The North. The or, North. No, 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 no. They play Gosh. East. <laughs> yes. Holy okay. goodness gracious. I was. That was a struggle. Anyway. We got there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got it. All right. So, the Jaguars, over under six and a half wins. Under. The Colts, under over nine and a half wins. I think the Jags will go over, by the way. My guess is over. Really? Yeah. Believer in Trevor Lawrence. Really? Mm-hmm. I am a believer in Trevor Lawrence, but not year one. Not seven. Not Who's seven he throwing months. to? Does he even have a receiver? Uh, yes, Marvin Jones. Oh, okay. They did get him. Uh, no, they did. They don't have D.D. Westbrook. They anymore. don't have D.D. Westbrook anymore. And then there was another guy that uh, Corey Davis. They Corey now da- have okay, Corey Davis. Up. Okay, so they got a bunch of guys that other people didn't want. <laughs> yes. So okay. pretty much. Okay. Yep. No, I go under. Colts, Colts, I'd say over. Nine and a half, you said? Yep. I'd I say agree. Over. I would say over. The Texans, four. I mean, <laughs> is Watson playing this year? He reported a training camp. But, like, what's the deal with him? So, I have no idea what the deal is, but everybody says they will be shocked if he plays another snap in a Texas uniform. Texans uniform. I mean, it, it's really hard to say. If they, you said four and a half? Four. Just four. Oh, four. Yeah. I would say, I mean, if he plays he, all year, he, he I would say four. over. I'd say over I could say four. push. Push means leaving it. Le- then winning four. Yeah. If if he doesn't play, they're definitely under. <laughs> That's the big thing. It's hard for me to say. Yeah. If, if, if he's going to be over, or if he's going to be in, I'd say over. That that's my call. Let's play. Let's as play if, if he's, he's in. If he's in, I'm going over. Okay, I'll go push. Although they are playing the tough AFC division, but yeah. Okay. And the Titans at nine. Nine flat. Mm-hmm. I'd say push. I'm gonna go over. I say push. Push. Yep. All right. So now we have the NFC South. Wait, we have 17 games this year now. Yes. I see them going over. Over? Yeah. Give them one more game, they'd win it. All right. The NFC South. The Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Bucks. And who are they playing? So they play the East, the AFC East. Okay. Patriots and yes. Jets. And... and then they play the NFC East. Okay. The Eagles, Giants, Eagles, yep. Cowboys. The Falcons at seven and a half wins over or under. Um, I'm going to go 
Over. Over? Yep. The roster's just Kyle, too, there's Kyle too much Pitts. talent there. Kyle Pitts is going to show up. Wait, did you say Saints or Falcons? Falcons. Falcons yeah, at Fal- seven and a half? Falcons at seven and a no, half. No, that's going under. Yeah. I'm sorry. Under. Under seven and a half. Okay. The Panthers, seven and a half. Under. Under? Yeah. I'm going to go over for Panthers. Year one against. Sam Darnold? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's year it's one now, seven and a half. That's a tough division. The Saints at nine. Mm. Push. <laughs> Ooh. What do you think? How do you think Jameis Winston's going to do? I think he'll do all right, but I don't think he's... I think they're going to be... If they make the playoffs, going to be a wild card team. Hmm. I think the Buccaneers are going to win the division, even though I hate to say that. I think they will. If Breeze was still on the Saints, they'd win the division, I think. Yeah. But I don't think the Buccaneers are going to be as dom- like dominant as they were down the stretch last year, but okay, I think they're going to look more like the Bucks that we saw in the regular season last year. I'll go Saints... Eight or nine... Yeah. I was going under. Under? Yep. Okay. And the Bucks at 11 and a half. <laughs> I can see it going over. No. I mean, how many did they win last year? Do you know? 11? Uh, They won, I think, 12. 11. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll go over. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, See, so what is it? 11 and a half? 11 and a half. Oh, so they was, have to win 12. If it was 10, yeah, that's tough. That's where. That's like like literally the See, line. Right. That's how, that's how these betting places get you. That stupid half. Yeah. Because I would, if it was 10 and a half over under, I would go over for them to get to 11 wins. Yeah. I would pick them getting 11 wins. That's what I would say at the beginning yeah. of the year. But 11 and 6 is what I would say. Mm. Yeah, I'll go with that. I mean, they're going to have a target on their... Oh, for sure. And they're not going to play... and Unless the defense comes out and shows out like they did in the Super Bowl. If they do that all year, yeah, they could win 13 games, 14 games. But I don't think it's going to be the offense that pushes the Buccaneers be. forward. No. It's going to be the defense. Yeah, It needs to be the defense, I should say. Brady's not going to last forever. I'm not one of these guys <laughs> saying he's about to fall off a cliff, but he's not going to last forever. So at some point in time, that defense got to show out for him. Man, this game is hard. We need to keep track Do of you, this, by the way. Right. Because say if something happens. So because um, before Aaron Rodgers, so they predicted that Aaron Rodgers wasn't really going to come back to Green Bay. Okay. So they had a, so a plus 200 80 whatever betting odds that is meaning like they didn't really have they didn't have high chances of winning now whenever he came back it happened that so right. now like they think it's it's 100 it's 1400 plus odds i don't i don't know those hmm. how would you win if you put a hundred dollars down and you right. get that yeah i don't know, I don't know that either. but um i need to look to see if the winnings changed Right, like, because so say Deshaun Watson isn't there anymore. That four number that they're gonna drops to that's probably zero. gonna drop. <laughs> gonna, it's gonna drop One. somewhere, and then another team is gonna go up. So like, I guess it kind of depends on where they go. Like if you put Tua on the Texans, if he, if Watson goes to the Miami. Dolphins, yeah, and mm. Tua goes to the Texans, then 
I mean, they, they have a couple games there. They so, can... uh, I was listening. Uh, what was it? It was on. I think it was on Facebook or something like that. But uh, Adam Schefter went on a podcast and he said somebody asked him the question: If the Eagles ended up trading for Deshaun Watson, how does that? What does that do for the Eagles? And Adam Schefter said it makes them Super Bowl contenders. No. He said right away, and then the guy's like, "With that roster, he goes, oh yeah, you put that, you put him on that roster, they're Super Bowl contenders.' Why? I didn't finish. I it stopped right there. But like the the Texans, or the te- is the Texans roster really that bad? Oh, I think so. Like I know it's bad. Like I'm not gonna defend I them mean, at all. But they have Watt, Dave, they have JJ Dave Watt wanted to leave. They have David Johnson. Will Fuller <laughs> is Will Fuller still there? No, I think he's on Miami, isn't he? So he went to Miami too, or yeah, I don't, I don't think the Texans have okay. that great of a roster. Hmm. All right. They have Rex Burkhead. <laughs> Randall Cobb is no longer on that team. Right. Uh, Brandon Cooks is still on that team. Oh, okay. So they did. Brandon Cooks, yeah, but they have David Johnson, right? You said Rex Burkhead, but David Johnson's still there. Yeah, Mark Ingram, he just signed with him. With the Texans? Yeah. What's David he doing? Johnson? I have no idea. Why is he finishing his career out in a dump hole? <laughs> Philip Lindsay? No, he did not. Was on the Philip Texans. Lindsay's on Texans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have a bad roster. Look, at, That's a lot of running backs. That's a ton of running backs. There's going to be a lot of them. Going bye bye, Bradley Roby, the DB. Okay. Tyrod Taylor. He's good. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson. They have a ton of running backs. They do. That that is a lot of running backs. I don't know how that's gonna really. So they have David Johnson, Rex Burkhead, marking. So they're starting receivers. Jeez. Yeah. David Johnson starter. Philip Lindsay's second string. Mark Ingram third, Rex Burkhead fourth. Dude, receivers why they have did Brandon Mark Cooks. Go there. Why in the world would you want to go there to I have end no out idea. your career? <laughs> Does he have a ring? Did he win with the Saints? Mark Ingram? Yeah. Did he win that Super Bowl with the Saints? No. That was just Reggie Bush, right? That was before Mark Ingram. That was Deuce McAllister. Yeah. So he doesn't I think have so. a Super Bowl ring. I don't think so. That's the dumbest decision for Mark Ingram. I think he just wants to play. He's not going to play, though. He's third string. He should have went to, like... Sorry, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at Mark Ingram. (laughs) He should have went to, like, Pittsburgh. That's where he should have went. To Pittsburgh? Yeah. Dude, they they needed somebody. Go back to the Saints. I can't find him. But, anyway... Anyway, yeah, we're rambling. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah. That shocks me that he went to the Texans. Mark Ingram. That's really dumb. I wanted him to stay with the Saints. That was fun Before, when him though. and Kamara. Yeah, but then he went to the Ravens, and he did well with the Ravens. Yeah, but then the next year, so they did well with the Ravens, and then that next year, basically they threw him out. Yeah, they stopped using him. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know why, but... <laughs> I don't know. Ruining. Good player. He's a good player.
Okay, so I just saw that this came across my feed. The Cowboys said that the result of Dak Prescott's MRI showed a muscle strain in his right shoulder, which is his throwing shoulder. Prescott will undergo treatment and evaluated on a day-to-day -day basis. No word on when he'll practice again. But they said that it he has a latimius strain. Ladisimus strain. I have no idea what that means. Me neither. Um, well, that's good. Kind of. <laughs> As an Eagle fan. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded happy. really bad. It did sound really bad. That sounded terrible. Um, Dak Prescott got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Although it's about I don't time know. for it's, the... It's, it's fun. I know. The, something's bound for the Eagles to get hurt. Because usually somebody gets hurt every... But the Cowboys, too. It's bound... Like, the season eventually will fall apart for the Cowboys. Like I mean, I'm okay happen. with it starting, like, I don't know, two days right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two days into the into the training camp, but... What do you think the the Eagles, going to the Eagles, you mentioned them correct. What, what, what's their ceiling, do you think, this year? Do you think that they have a legitimate chance to get to the playoffs this year? Roster I think so. Okay. I think so. I think, I think the Eagles have... So they did nothing with their linebacker core, again, I think. Um, that is kind of what scares me when with the defense, right? Um, but I think the Eagles have a sneaky good defense. Like I think they're gonna crack the top ten defensively. The front, the front seven, or not the front seven, front four. Yeah, uh, like they have. So Derek Barnett and Brandon Graham. I mean, I understand they're getting he's getting up there in age, but we have Ryan Kerrigan. Yep, you just that was pretty him up. good. Um, Josh Sweat, he's he's always been really good. Uh, Hargrave and Fletcher Cox in the middle. Please, we just stay healthy. Every like, if we can stay healthy, that's that, all. It's a good front that's a, four. That's a good solid front four. Right. So then, then it comes down to the the linebackers. Alex Singleton. I mean, he's okay. I mean, I don't really know him that well. Me neither. Uh, Eric Wilson. No idea who that is. Did Alex Singleton? It just makes me think of the Bears, probably because of Mike Singletary. Singletary. But <laughs> Eric Wilson, I don't know who that. I nope. saw. I heard the Eagles traded for him. I don't know who he is. Me neither. Sean Bradley. I have no idea who the three linebackers Sean are. Sean Bradley, really. like the guy that played, that got dunked on by Jordan. <laughs> in there. No, he. Uh, is that not Bradley? No, Sean Bradley. Nope, that's about it. Wow, and then you have Darius Slay. And you got Darius Slay. Then we just picked up Steven Nelson. He used to be a corner for the Steelers so he's, okay. he's okay Anthony Harris which is a good free safety and then we have Rolando McLean who is just injured but McLean. like McLean McLeod gosh oh, McLeod. Okay. McLeod. I was going to say McLean I thought he was a backer Long but then backer. like our um, like our offensive line is really good Jordan Malati who should be starting over Andre Dillard, um, uh, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks, four seasons playing with the Eagles. He's given up four sacks in four seasons. Wow. And then Lane Johnson. So if they, those guys can stay healthy. Lane Johnson. Like Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, hopefully Jalen Rager. Like if Jalen Rager can do good, like what we think that he should be able to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very speedy wide receiver crew, group, crew group, yeah, whatever. Anyway, 
I I think you're going to be sneaky good. Hopefully we can just stay healthy. Yeah, you need that first. And you have... Oh, no, Doug Peterson's coming back, right? He no. Came back. Wait. Doug Peterson? Nah. Oh, no, you got the new guy. That, got I, okay, I am Seriani. right. Seriani. I am right. Yeah, okay, they did let him go. I was like... Uh-huh. I was thinking of the guy who's with the Colts now. Who's the guy with the Frank, Colts? Frank Reich. Yeah, Frank Reich. I was like, wait, did Frank Reich? No, I got mixed up a little bit. But mm-hmm. Okay, so Sarah, are you excited about that? Uh, I don't really know him very well. Okay. So, I mean, uh, I can't really say yes or no on him. But I think it's going to be – I'm just excited. I, it's a young group, right? younger – like skill position players, mm-hmm. like Hertz, Sanders, Rager, Smith, Fulgham, like they're all like second year rookies. I mean, right. besides Miles Sanders, but if they can, like that's it could be a sell could could be a good core group growing up together, potentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Rager needs to really develop though. He's had, he needs some help. Yeah, he's had issues. Kind of like, I mean, you joked about it the other day where uh, um, totally got distracted by a text. <laughs> we were swimming in Clay and Nat's pool, and you were saying that Nelson Aguilar comes mm-hmm. and can't catch the ball in Philly, but once he goes to, <laughs> to the Raiders, he can all of a sudden catch. Ev- <laughs> yep. Like, it's not that, I mean, yes, he can catch, but every catch that he catches is a touchdown. <laughs> like it feels like mm-hmm. anyway it feels like every game he was getting a touchdown maybe it was the way Carson went through maybe who knows it wasn't very good no so switching to uh, the Bengals if we can I just want to see talk about the what do you think that the ceiling of the Bengals are and I'll go through their hmm. their well roster. the Bengals I heard that they're not going to put Joe Burrow in any tra- uh, preseason games right I heard that too. Which and is, I think that's smart. I think it's smart. Yep. Um, yeah, go ahead. If you would. Yeah, so we have our offense would be Burrow, mm-hmm. Mixon, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Uh, at, at receiver, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. That's a uh, good, solid group. Yeah, we have a solid group I'm, there. I'm excited about that. And we have Alden Tate, who's like 6'4", big frame guy. Kind of mm-hmm. like a tight end, but he plays wide out. And then we have Drew Sample. CJ Uzama. Not super good. I don't know that. No. Uh, offensive line still needs some help, but we got some guys. Um, Jonah Williams is coming back. He was a first-round pick a few years ago. He's been injured. Okay. Um, so he's coming in at left tackle, and hopefully if he plays up to his potential, he should lock down the left-hand side. Um, Michael Jordan coming back from the dead. Wow. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Be like it, Mike. It is Michael Jordan. He's playing left guard. Trey Hopkins. Uh, and then our right tackle is Riley Rife. He came from Minnesota. Yep. Um, good right tackle. So hopefully that locks down the offense a little bit better than it was. It's not going to be great, but we need to be better. Mm-hmm. Can't get much worse. Uh, <laughs> defensive line, we we got a pretty good defensive line. We got Sam Hubbard who makes some big play, good pass rusher. And then on the other side, we got Trey Hedrickson. Yeah, I thought that was a, that was a good pickup. Yeah, he was like second in the league in sacks last year. Yep. Uh, Larry, yeah, Larry Ogunjobi, fun name to say. <laughs> um, and DJ Reader are in the middle there. And we also have Mike Daniels, who's our third string defensive okay. tackle, who was a pro bowler a few years ago with Green Bay. So he could obviously uh-huh. play. Um, and then get this for uh, some linebackers. Akeem Davis Gaither. Nope. 
Okay. One. <laughs> Jermaine Pratt sounds a little familiar, but I don't know him very well. And Logan Wilson, he was a fourth round pick a few years ago. I remember him. Okay. Uh, or maybe he was a third rounder. I forget. Man, so far it sounds like our both teams' linebacker crew is a little. Uh, We're bad. Lopsided. We have Jordan Evans. Jordan Evans sounds familiar. But anyway, I don't know where he came from. Uh, anyway, he's a linebacker as well, just a backup. Uh, CB, we have Darius Phillips and mm. Chinobi Owuzi came from Dallas. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, Eli Apple. As a backup. You got Eli Apple? We got Eli Apple okay. and we got Ricardo Allen from Atlanta. Um, so we have those guys. And then we have Von Bell. From New Orleans. No way. Is this his first? Safety. Yep. We Set. just picked him up as a free agent. And then we have Jesse Bates, who... He's good. Believe it or not, he He's was good. ranked as one of the top safeties in the league last he year. He was? Wasn't and he a rookie last year? Or he no? wasn't a rookie. No, he was, he was okay. second year. And then we have a nickelback. Um, we have Trey Waynes from Minnesota. Yeah. So look at... I mean, that secondary is loaded. Darius Phillips, Eli Apple, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Iwuzi, Ricardo Allen... Trey Waynes and Mike Hilton from Pittsburgh. Mike Hilton's like sort Mike of Hilton. like a yeah. He's like a nickel linebacker slash cornerback sort of player. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of names there in the secondary, which we were terrible last year. So giving up big plays all the time. That that was literally like because we had a bunch of games that were we lost. We had a bad record last year, but we had a bunch of games that we lost that yeah. were within one score, and it was the big plays that were mm-hmm. given up by the secondary that. And another part of that is that we didn't get any pressure on the quarterback, so they had all day long to throw. Yeah. You can't ask too much from your secondary when that happens. But nonetheless, uh, I think, uh, you know, picking up Trey Hedrickson, Sam Hubbard, um, having those guys putting some pressure on the quarterback. There's some good, solid defensive pickups. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I think, I don't think that they're going to be the worst in the division. So, who would be the worst? Pittsburgh? I think Pittsburgh might be the worst in the okay. division. Um, did the Bengals give any of the other team like run? I, I know they got blown out once by the the Ravens last mm-hmm. year. Yep. Did they give like Cleveland? Well, we Cleveland beat, like a run for their money. Yeah, we so both both the Cleveland games were showdowns. Like they were like thirty point. Mm-hmm. You know, shootouts. Blowouts. Or not blowouts. Yeah, like they were shootouts. The one was Baker versus, it was like week three. Oh, I remember that. And it was the Monday Night Football or something. That's right. Or Thursday Night Football that was like a shootout. Mm -hmm. Like 40 points each team or whatever. And it was like unstoppable offenses. That was great. And then we had another game that we lost again to the Browns, but it was a little bit closer. They just ran, I think they ran the ball down their throat. Gotcha. Um, It was our defense that couldn't stop it, which we still won't stop that. So (laughs) we don't have any run defense at all. Yeah. And then. We beat the Steelers later on in the That's season right. when Burrow was out. Without Burrow, we beat the Steelers. That's right. And when, after they went undefeated for a while, mm-hmm. um, we were the one who gave them the first loss, weren't, weren't we? Or were we the no, first the loss? Redskins. Redskins Our were the first loss. Washington yeah. football team. Yep. Uh, how Shoot. dare you? Define. Um, so anyway, we, we had a good late stretch of the, of the year last year. I think we can make some noise, but I don't know. I, I say that I'm, I'm an optimist by nature, so I can usually find a reason why the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl every year. And then we start out 0-4. And... Yeah. See, I don't, I, that's no fun going into a season and you're like, ah, uh, our team's terrible. Yep. Like you try to find all the good things mm-hmm. about your team and then you got to go into having some hope. Yeah. 
Everybody's zero zero. Everybody's starting off the the exact same. Right. Right now, the Chiefs aren't any better than the Eagles. That's right. I mean, come on. Nope, the Chiefs suck. Yeah, for real. That Eagles. means the Eagles suck. <laughs> yeah. That means right now, everybody sucks. That's right. So, or everybody's great. But the Bengals, if you look at the Bengals roster, we have Burrow, who could be, I mean, if he if he plays up to his potential, he could be a potential pro bowler. Pro bowler. I hope I hope his injury doesn't, like, affect him mentally. Apparently, he's, like, well, yeah, mentally. I don't think so, though. He, that guy does not get shaken. That's what I like about him, is mm-hmm. that he does not get shaken. Joe Mixon could be a pro bowler if he plays well and doesn't get injured. Yep. Like, plays up to his potential. Jamar Chase, Boyd was a pro bowler already. Mm-hmm. Uh, T. Higgins, he was a rookie last year and had 900 yards receiving. So, those five guys, that's just on offense there, could potentially be pro bowlers. Oh, and yeah. we have... That the, I mean, Sam Hubbard could be a pro bowler yep. if he, you know, and then Trey Hedrickson was a pro bowler, one of the best. <laughs> Jesse Bates, pro bowler. Like, we got a stacked team <laughs> that if everything fits well, I'm not saying it will, but yep. I'm just saying if everything fits well. Bingo. No, we might be winning the division. I don't know. Oh, shoot. Because here's the thing. So, uh, Steelers, I don't think we're going to be that great this year. Um, the Browns are the Browns. So, they're going to eventually fall off a cliff. You know what I mean? Like, it eventually will happen. And mm-hmm. the pressure's on this year for Baker Mayfield because it's oh, his contract sure. year. Yep. So he needs to make it happen this year because at the end of the year, the Browns are going to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lamar Jackson got, just got diagnosed, tested positive for COVID. So, Did he really? Yep. So it's all down here, <laughs> all downhill from now <laughs> or downhill from, from here. So anyway. I think the Bengals are shaping up to win the AFC North. Ooh. Man, before, like, what is it? Maybe season two, episode one, mm-hmm. we'll have to do our final predictions. Predict- maybe uh, even season, if we get another one in. Prediction for the for each division mm-hmm. before season starts. Let's do it. You guys will have to stay tuned and listen for that. Thank you for joining us again in our last episode of season. Is this our last one, right? Yep. Last episode of season one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back for season two here just around just around the corner. We'll be back and um, maybe have some fun stuff in between, but we'll see. And uh, Remember, yeah, you can sponsor us. You can sponsor us if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had Jay offer to sponsor us, but he has not paid us yet, so we can't. <laughs> We're not allowed to to promote him yeah at we all. can't promote jay at all uh right now but uh he'll eventually pay us and then we'll sponsor him for an episode um or he'll sponsor us for an episode yep. <laughs> that's the right way that, that goes <laughs> but anyway thanks for joining us yep. um it's been a blast ep- uh season one mm-hmm. and uh we're excited for football season right around the corner we're gonna gear it up and uh season two mm-hmm. here we go